So for everyone who uh, is joining us now, there was a two-week hiatus that you mofos didn't even notice because because we're smooth. We like took the butter. two weeks. Yeah, it, it was actually the two weeks before that that we <laughs> didn't post anything. <laughs> so um, yeah, there was a two weeks hiatus, but it was um, before this recording hits. So. Um, with this being said, and uh, using my all new and improved audio setup, you sound incredible. Uh, that is that that is awesome. If I had any I, risk I, of I, getting pregnant, I would be a little bit. <laughs> Friends apart. So, welcome everyone to the Friends Apart podcast. Um, <laughs> I think it is episode nine of season two. Is this correct, Jason? You are right. Very good. Damn, yes. Uh, so, buddy, it's been two weeks. Uh, we haven't been talking to each other. Yeah. Um, so, how have you been? Uh, I've, I've been fine. Uh, it's been a roller coaster of emotions. My my parents visited for 10 plus days, uh, invaded our space, consumed our coffee and vittles, <laughs> and uh, just generally kind of meandered around our property and invaded themselves. So, yeah, um, yeah it was it was good. It was a. Uh, it was you know when your parents visit. I, I don't know about you, but like, it's it's been a different experience now that I have a house and it's it's uh, the, t- yeah. the you know how the turntables they're in my space now and they have to ask <laughs> for food and like where the glasses are and whether they I can unlock their door or not for them to come out and, yeah. and uh, get fresh air because I've you know um just gen- generally you basically <laughs> lock them in your basement imprison them in my <laughs> okay, converted yeah. garage yeah um <laughs> all the windows and doors are air <laughs> sealed um yeah i don't know it was it was a good experience i guess it was nice to see them i, I literally haven't seen my parents for 3 years now i want to say 2 years maybe mm-hmm. from like on, on account of covid and just like distance in general they drove up but and damn uh, that's a long time yeah it's been a while um mm-hmm. and uh i just i forgot how fucking weird they are if i can put it that <laughs> way um they're they're like these kind of people that um they're i don't want to say they're like they're not hippies and they're not anti-vaxxer kind of people and they're not like naturopathic but they're always looking for some explanation for things that is not the most logical explanation they're always looking for something i don't know and uh so it was and then coupled with you know an uh upcoming baby um there was a lot of just like my, you know, my, my fiance is talking about her, her pregnancy experience and, and, and how uncomfortable that is. And, and my mom was basically just like, well, you know, it's just all in your head. It's psychological, you know, and just like you got to you got to open your mind to a new consciousness and, and think about the cosmic energy and shit like that. And I'm just like sitting across the room getting blasted off my face because I can't. <laughs> I'm like, if I'm not, if I'm sober, I'm going to comment and it's not going to be pretty. Uh, and then my stepdad's doing the same thing with me. So we're just sitting there. Oh, shit. But like, it was just, it was, it was a really bizarre experience. And, and they're just, um, oh man, I don't know. And my, 
yeah, that's that's so like we just toured them around. Like we took them on like hour long day trips or not hour hour yeah. hour a drives away from our house in like every possible compass direction that's not the ocean mm-hmm. and um mm-hmm. pretty much just showed them around the whole province as much as possible and like it was it was good it started like slowly every day we got a little bit more stressed and was like i want these fucking people out of my house like um <laughs> and uh, yeah it, it was good though like it, it's nice to see them i can't yeah that it's like the at it was it was relieving and that that obligatory kind of visit is now over and the next one doesn't come for a long time yeah it's also weird how the dynamics change right because um a little bit over 10 years ago you were literally their child right yeah 13 years ago Mm -hmm. um so that time and i think everyone can relate like the the 20s they are probably the time that just it, it's just so elusive it it, it 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 it's just over so quickly and uh, everything just evolves so rapidly like the major stuff in your life basically happens there right i mean you uh basically finish your education um you get your first jobs you in like in your case uh you, you get a house you, you get a spouse fiance um got a baby on the way and stuff like that 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 all happens like 20s late 20s early 30s stuff like that and it's only been 10 years um but before that 18 years you've been in their house pretty much yeah so all of a the sudden there's this weird thing where your parents become just other adults right mm-hmm. they're, they're just I, I think it's a weird part because especially if you're talking about that what you just said about your mom being very alternatively uh and and uh ethereal stuff yeah um, it, it's you know for i don't know how old uh, how old is she like in her 50s or uh she's like 56 57 i want to say yeah yeah so this point is like when fucking janet from the office right she's she sits there and uh talks about cosmic energies and stuff and you're just listening to her in your coffee break and you're like fucking hell Janet just shut the fuck up (laughs) go home to your kids and just bother them with them and then you're like I'm that kid I am that kid that's getting bothered by this shit why did these crystals fix your fucking marriage Janet (laughs) (laughs) oh man yeah so it's weird it's it's just weird and um so so with your stepdad, uh, he's he's more like you when it came to how how he perceived. I mean, that stuff, he's right? he's also kind of on the same, but he's 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 one of those people who like doesn't speak very often. He's very uh, reserved, mm-hmm. and but when he mm-hmm. gets talking, he uh, he likes to. I I don't know if they I don't know who who is the instigator there in in that in like who drives that ship. Um, Mm-hmm. But like he kind of follows the same stuff, but like he just doesn't speak up very often. My mom is much more vocal. Um, but mm-hmm. what he, I mean, he likes to fuck around with people when we're in public, and especially as a tourist. Like he tries to. We were like waiting in line, and there was a kid running up and down selling newspapers while we waited in the car, and uh, mm-hmm. he like tried to ask the ki- like tried to buy yesterday's newspaper for half price, and the kid's like, <laughs> I don't have yesterday's newspaper he's like oh come on yeah i'm sure you got something in there and then like (laughs) 
And then, like, he was, like, talking in, like, a pirate accent to people. Where he's just what like, it's a beautiful fuck? day there, by God. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely beach in Nova Scotia, yeah, by. And I'm just like, holy fuck. <laughs> you can say that to the wrong person, and they're just going to punch you in the face. Because <laughs> they just think you're making fun oh, of them. Fucking hell. Oh, fuck, that's amazing. That's awesome. <laughs> Oh shit! So he's 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 different. He's he's oh. he messed, he's fucked up in his own way. But um, <laughs> yeah, no, it is weird though. It's like suddenly you're the one who's like, "Mom, don't put your put your mug in the dishwasher. Don't leave it on the counter." And uh, instead of that is the other so way weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> for for me, it's like so. Uh, my mom and my stepdad they're also very they're very playful. And it's something that I'm very happy about that they got just so they got a very happy relationship, I figure. So they're very playful. They're uh, just making fun of each other constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they're they behaving like like teenagers a lot of times. And it's now that, you know, I'm quote unquote the adult. <laughs> Uh, or an adult, I see them in public sometimes, and both of them, we've talked about, so I've talked about uh, to them about this multiple times, where they were like, you know, after a while, you just stop giving a shit. Yeah. Like, when, when you cross, like, your 50s or stuff, you're, you're like, I'm half a century old. Like, <laughs> fuck this. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care what anyone that I'll never see again thinks about me. And I think that's so inspiring because it's awesome. If you manage to really be like that, if you manage to be like, I, I don't care what this shop clerk like thinks about me just because I'm trying on like 20 different pairs of shoes that all are looking roughly the same. Mm. And in the end, don't take any. Mm-hmm. Um, that's cool. <laughs> I, I love that. But it's still, since I'm and you're neither at that developmental stage you know like mentally and just experience wise it's more a embarrassing experience for us i guess it used to be a lot worse but i'm i'm it still yeah. is <laughs> yeah oh man yeah but i hope i aspire to be the guy in in his 50s that uh walks up to people in a weird pirate accent and <laughs> asks them for yesterday's newspaper because i think that's that's cool. I that's that. That's actually awesome. I mean, the dude has wooden clogs that he wears while riding his bike. So I mean, that's just ha. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> the definition. Uh, the definition of not giving a fuck is is like, it's just there. It's pretty pretty vivid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, it's been two weeks. Like, what have you been up to? Yeah, I would love to say I have done so many things, but I was mainly just working. <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I've been pushing 14, 15 hours, uh, days at work, uh, Damn. the last few weeks and yeah, that sucks. I don't want to, <laughs> don't want to keep that up for long, but, um, yeah, well, that's just the way it is now. Um, let me think. Um, so next week is gonna be, it's gonna be, um, so my, my grandma who lives like in central Germany, she's gonna move down to the same, um, town my mom lives at mm-hmm. uh and we're gonna help with with uh the whole 
move, you know. But uh, the last two weeks, there was nothing really special happening. It was my girlfriend's birthday. I actually took one day uh, off work, more or less. Um, had to do some stuff at the computer, but still, it's like, it was a day off. We went out for breakfast, uh, really got to enjoy her, her birthday, um, went out to eat uh, with her parents and stuff. That was cool. Um, I, oh yeah, I, oh yeah. So <laughs> I downloaded a game. I'm not sure if you heard about that. It's called Europa Universalis. Uh, no, but I'm going to look it up right now. Holy fuck. So it's a paradox game. So the guys that also did, um, uh, I forgot City the name already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Europa Universalis. Right, you, you describe yeah, it to that's me. That's what it's called. And number four, it is, so at the current point, I want to call it complex, not boring. Um, it, so basically Whoa. what it's about, it, it's, it, it starts in like the 1500s and um, you basically take charge of a nation and try to make them as prosperous as possible, right? And this game has endless parameters for you to tweak. This looks and nuts. there is a um, tutorial that basically teaches you how to move your mouse. <laughs> and after this tutorial, I was like, okay, seems a bit weird that I didn't do anything. Even in a tutorial mission, there was like, usually tutorial missions, right? They're like, uh, here's how to get started. Here's what to do first and all that stuff. But there was nothing. It was like, that's how you move ships. That's how you move units. That's how, you know, you, I don't know, set an advisor and whatever. But so I started my first game as Portugal. And I was like, that is awesome. You know, it's, it's like the 1400s, age of exploration. I just want to build ships and just get out there. Because even though it's called Europa Universalis, it, it, it's like a set around the world, basically. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And you literally get to explore the new worlds and stuff. So I was like, that sounds cool. So I started. And I uh, kind of, okay, how should I put it? So I started the game. And I was sitting in front of the game, not knowing what to do. There, there was stuff happening around me. Don't get me wrong. It's not like there was nothing happening. You got to attack people. There was like... For no reason. There was like, there was like okay, so... Spain uh, wants to form an alliance with you. And I'm like, that's cool. Spain wants a royal marriage. I'm like, that's cool. <laughs> Spain gave you a new heir. I'm like, that's cool. <laughs> Spain attacks Granada. And it wants to uh, you to attack with them since you're their ally. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do that. Boom, my country's in debt. <laughs> it's in so much debt from the war. My country's fucked. There's uprisings all over the country. I lose complete control. And my king that I have at this point just has no authority whatsoever. It's purely going to become a nobility state. And they've <laughs> taken over all of my states. And uh, I was fucked. Like, okay, that, that went south real fast. It took me like half an hour to completely fuck this up. So... Naturally, I googled, well, I looked up on YouTube some tutorials for this game. And 
Usually, when you look up tutorials, you know, they're like 20 minutes, 30 minutes long, something like that. And they're already quite extensive. Yeah. Um, there is... Most of the tutorials you're going to find are like one hour per episode. And most tutorials have like 10 or 20 episodes. Ooh. I'm like, fuck, I'm not going to watch that. So I watched one that's like 20 minutes. And he started out with, with, with saying, uh, yeah, most of the tutor tutorials that you find on YouTube are bullshit. And they're way too long. And they're way uh, too overcomplicated. You don't need all that stuff. So he just, you know, mentioned some points and he's like, yeah, if you do this and this and this and this, you're probably going to be fine. Just try to keep your finances in a plus all the time. Don't get into any unnecessary wars. And I'm like, okay, that, that actually seems reasonable. So I started a new game. Within 15 minutes, I was severely in debt <laughs> without even having started a war. My nobility again rose up and the Pope condemned me and uh, I I had huge problems, so I don't understand how this game works. And it sounds like a combination of Risk and Civilization, and like that is yeah, that is that's quite a good example. Even though every single tutorial starts out by saying this game is not Civ, it's way more complex. Oh well, yeah, and that much is evident. Yeah, and um, yeah, but that's actually a very very good comparison. And, uh, fuck, that's... I, I still want to get in, like, at least understand it, you know? Mm -hmm. But it's a bad sign if even within the game, on a loading screen, there's a message that's being prompted that literally says, this game is quite complex and needs a long <laughs> time to master. <laughs> like, yeah, cool. I didn't know this when I bought it off... Steam sale for seven bucks. Shit. You thought it was going to be an easy little pick em up uh, and play kind yeah, of thing? Yeah, I thought it was like an Age of Empires style game, you know? Oh, um, no. This game it, takes. It, each game takes uh, 200 hours. Fuck, it's horrible. I mean, it actually kind of does. Even on the, like, the fastest time setting within the game, right? Um, a year still takes like 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. pretty much this game starts at 1444 and it takes you all the way to like the 1800s mm -hmm. so you're gonna spend some time there a lot of time and um now that france has also declared just a rivalry on me which enables them to just declare war on me and i'm just fucking little spain and i'm in so much debt i i i don't think i'm gonna make it so yeah. So you, Sorry, do you get to choose which company you, or company country you start as? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that yeah, seems yeah. unfair. So, I'll start as the Roman Empire. No, that's the thing. The Holy Roman Empire emphasis on Holy Roman because it's in 1400. That means that there's no Roman Empire. It's just the Holy Roman Empire mm. that consists of like 40 plus states. And you're not going to start off as the Holy Roman Empire. You're going to start off as one of... There's even my city... That was a little state back then. There's even my birth city that's a little <laughs> tiny country back then within the Holy Roman Empire. And uh, yeah, that's it's just a, uh, it's such a problem. And yeah, so I'll keep you posted on this. 
it's very time consuming so i i only managed to play a little bit last <laughs> night i've only played one game in the last two weeks <laughs> oh so oh fuck oh my god that's mm. brutal like uh when i when i first played civ i think my yeah. friend bought civ for me for my birthday because he wanted to play and i loved age of empires like that was that was pretty good uh yeah. and i was like okay this looks like uh like a macro age of empires basically and yeah. uh so i like started it and within two hours or so it became evident that we weren't gonna finish this game like that weekend and mm. we're like we got shit to shit we got other shit to do <laughs> Yeah, sure. And like that, and then I haven't played it since because I just don't have that much. And I, you know, I, I tried it one other time, and I saved a game. Like you had to save the game and tr- and like go do other things, and then come back yeah, to it like yeah. another day or two. And it's like, and then you forget what's going on. And then uh, yeah, I just like I don't know. For people who yeah. enjoy that and can and can make that work, like that's that's cool. But um, yeah, it's just it was just too much, I guess. Yeah, I got a lot of respect for people that that are able to to get into this stuff, and I'm not sure if there's ever been anyone who started Civ or started this game, um, and was like, yeah, I totally got the hang of it like right away. I I don't think so because the the game mechanics are just very complex. No, that's like um, saying you're good at Call of Duty the first time you played it. <laughs> kind of yeah it's like oh you shot someone great mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah and i was dude in this game i was actually so in today's game i was quite optimistic because i adhered to the advice of of, of the weird guy with the eastern european accent <laughs> um who you know i first of all like, oh, okay good i'm just not gonna get into any wars what he didn't tell me is that there's gonna be civil uprisings yeah. What the fuck, dude? You, you gotta you gotta squash that. And you also always start out. Keep them with, poor. That's what I tried. <laughs> I raised their taxes so much, but the problem is that that was also the reason for the civil uprising. <laughs> yeah, it's a fine yeah. line. You gotta walk that fine line. Ah, oh, dude. Um, yeah. Another thing that I that I uh, want to talk about something just a sad side note because that it's it's rare that like celebrity deaths are affecting me at all. Mm-hmm. Usually I'm like, well, that's sad, obviously, because it's never great when a person dies, but um, usually it doesn't really affect me. The last time I think was with um, Chester from from Lincoln Park, where I was like, fuck, mm-hmm. that was that was not good. But uh, Norm Macdonald died uh, during the course of last week. Yeah. Um, and he was, because just, you know, two episodes before we were talking a lot about stand-up comedy. And uh, I I kind of feel bad because in hindsight we didn't, you know, talk about him. But um, I, I, I don't know, dude. Like... He was one of those people who I always saw in like SNL sketches, who I saw in, uh, on, on, in any comedy videos, really, like interviews with Conan or whatever. Um, and he had such a unique style of comedy. And there's a story about it, and I'm not sure if you know that, which is just... 
I I think is is amazing. So he he used to be um the 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 anchor of uh, Saturday Night's Live um you know the news show yep. that they were, yeah. uh, always did um which was quite a big deal and he did that in the 90s and he uh made quite some jokes about um OJ Simpson <laughs> <laughs> and uh after the whole ordeal and apparently one of the the, the big guys in the network uh was a was a friend of oj's um and he told norm mcdonald to you know not do any oj jokes mm -hmm. so naturally next week he proceeded to do a shit ton of oj jokes <laughs> <laughs> which got him fired from this position <laughs> and one and a half years later he was on some promotion tour for um maybe a special or something i, I think it was a special that uh, he was promoting and uh, for this promotion tour he was also hosting um saturday night live right mm -hmm. and he opened the show and he said so one and a half years ago i was fired from this show because my jokes were so shitty this can mean one of two things since now i'm re-invited either i got a hell of a lot funnier Or this show sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and then he proceeded to do some, some OJ jokes. And it's just... Uh, holy shit, like the balls on this guy. It's so rare because a lot of people say they don't give a shit. Like he... I, I think he actually didn't give a shit. <laughs> and that's amazing. And um, just for, for everyone who's not familiar with Norm MacDonald and, and his work, uh, I think especially in Germany, probably, probably a lot of you guys yeah. are, are not familiar. I don't know much um, about him. Just, I can only recommend going onto the Conan O'Brien um, YouTube page right now because they posted uh, like multiple uh, Norm MacDonald videos uh, throughout the last days uh, of interviews of him. And... Just just watch some of them. Watch the turtle story. It's probably one of my favorite ones. Um, it's just so fucking funny. Or his moth joke. <laughs> there's Oh, I know the like moth joke. You know the moth joke? I think so. See, the light was on, so I came here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And Yeah, that's the one. Um, it's, you know, it's like four or five minutes uh, snippets from those interviews. <laughs> And um, I think it transports... Uh, his personality quite well. Mm, okay, yeah, I gotta check him uh, out. I know he's Canadian, but that's pretty yeah. much all I know about him. Yeah, 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 he is. So, uh, yeah, actually, really a tragic loss. Um, because especially in this day and age, with you know, uh, cancel culture being a little too much right now, and a lot of you know, just social justice warriors that are. Fighting for no actual reason fighting besides for the just sake of fighting. Exactly. Um, you would need some counter action by people like him, you know? And uh, yeah, that's that's quite sad. I just wanted to mention that because that, that actually quite quite surprised me. And uh, yeah, for everyone, go check out Norm McDonald's stuff on YouTube. Um, it's it's just a treasury of of good comedy and uh it's definitely going to be worth the time so yeah wanted to mention that okay 
Um, getting back to it, I wanted to talk to you about space. As you probably uh, have been closely observing, the first all-civilian space mission has successfully been concluded yesterday. What? Um, yeah. With with um, uh, fucking Inspiration Four. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, pretty amazing. So that is so cool. Would you go to space if you had the chance? Uh yeah, I would in a heartbeat. <clears throat> uh, it depends, actually. So I wouldn't do it with Blue Origin because <laughs> that's a good turn. <laughs> I wouldn't do it with Blue Origin because first, a fuck Jeff Bezos, but also B, um, they only did like four test flights, um, and <laughs> they are is like Jeff Bezos is essentially wannabe Elon Musk in the space race because he yeah. like it's the most childish. Like, I want to do this, too. I'll throw $2 billion towards yeah, it. Yeah. Um, and obviously, they're, like, trying to move way too quickly to to, to try and do that. And uh, I wouldn't, yeah. in, a, in, in a million years, get on a ship from Amazon uh, or Blue Origin or whatever. Um, I would with Virgin, though, because Virgin's been planning to do this for decades now. And okay. uh, Richard Branson... That's been his mm-hmm. plan to commercialize that for a very long time now. And, uh, and uh, yeah, I, I would do it. I would love to do it. That's kind mm-hmm. of like, you know, like the bucket list of bucket lists kind of thing. Like experiencing zero gravity is is got to be one of those sensations that, that like just so few people ever experience. And like unless you're falling in an elevator to your death um, or something, like you're just mm-hmm. never going to experience it. And um I don't know. I think that would be really great. Hmm. Yeah, definitely. I I didn't know about the few <coughs> test flights of Blue Origin, which oh yeah seems strange to me that like one of the richest men in the world and one of the most powerful men in the world, arguably, um, would get on on a rocket like this. Or or do you think they they might have faked? No, no, they didn't fake it, but it was Not a calculated really. risk because they also tried to vie for the uh, NASA contract to build a rocket, but SpaceX won mm-hmm. it, and they, he was like yeah. upsetty spaghetti about that. So I think this was <laughs> kind of their way of saying like, we can do it too. We got a rocket. It goes up real fast, real high. Um, even though it was Fuck like Jeff Bezos, even man. though it was like definitely, I mean, it was ready, but it was not, you know, a hundred and ten percent ready. Like they didn't test yeah. all possible permutations of a launch and stuff, so. Hmm. <clears throat> um, yeah, I don't know. It's wild. Yeah, I've been thinking about going to Russia and do one of those parable flights. What's this now? So it's like you get into a get into a plane, and the plane describes a parabolic shape. Oh, like um, the vomit comet kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And uh, it does that for I think ten or twenty times when you're on that flight. Mm-hmm. And uh, because of that, I, I think be- because of that very steep decline that it switches to right after this 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 incline, right? Yeah. You have this those like half a minute or something of like weight ne- weightlessness. Mm-hmm. Um, I would really love to do that. Um, and 
if that doesn't make me vomit, then I would probably also like to go go to to space. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think that's kind of like like people saying, I don't know, like, oh, I would really like to drive a Formula One car one day or something, right? Mm-hmm. And they're totally underestimating the the oh physical toll it takes on you. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I I know myself on roller coasters. I'm not doing too well, <laughs> um, so it could be you know they have cameras in those in those fucking spaceships everywhere. I would they they, they would just see nothing because it's all just full of my vomit just covered. In <laughs> just, <laughs> oh god. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think this would be this would be a huge issue for myself, but. Um, yeah, that's why I would like to, that's f- you know, <laughs> g- give it a try first. That's funny. Like, I've, I wanted, my dream job was to go to Skip Barber Racing School in the U.S. In the mm-hmm. US. And, um, like, I, I wanted to either be a rally, rally driver or I wanted to be Formula One. Um, <laughs> and I think rally would be much more fun, but there's not as much... I don't know celebrity money in it than than Formula One for sure, but uh, I definitely like I've done a lot of race driving and defensive driving in my time, and um, mm. it's oh god it's just it's so fun I, I I love every second of it, and um, like when my dream and uh, now my civilian dream is to go to like Nurburgring and uh, like rent mm. a car there and go around the, the track or something, but um. To, if I can con- yeah. convince my my family to let me do that, I mean it's not that big of a deal actually. So the uh, Nurburgring thing, there's also I'm not sure. I mean, yeah, Nurburgring is like the like iconic one, mm-hmm. but uh, Sachsenring or um, Hockenheim are like are arguably better tracks. Yeah, because they're more actual racing tracks i mean nurburgring formula one hasn't been there for like it kind of sucks actually i mean i've i've driven it in video games enough it's it's, it's, yeah it's very narrow it's very narrow and it's just so like it's just long like and it doesn't achieve anything for being longer it's just kind of it kind of sucks in a way yeah so i've been looking into I want to to drive like a Formula car, but not a Formula One because you don't get to drive those. No. But um, it is possible to either drive a Formula Four or Formula Three car. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm 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 actually not sure where. I think it was Sachsenring, but I but I'm not a hundred percent on that. And uh, I think that would be a lot of fun. The only problem, so I watched some videos online of people that have done that. And so, sorry. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> they um. How should I put this? They they first of all they put a limit um on your RPMs. So instead of I think the max would be sixteen thousand usually, and they put it down to twelve thousand or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and second, they don't let you drive like the whole course they only let you drive like a secluded part of it basically mm-hmm. um and i don't know of course it would be 
amazing to do that. So, so the thing that interests me about formula cars more than anything else is the downforce. That's just something that you don't have in any other racing uh, class, like at all. And the downforce, which is generated by, you know, basically the cars being like actively sucking themselves to the ground. Mm -hmm. And every, so, I mean, as an avid Formula One <laughs> fan, um, and I've also watched so many documentaries and behind the scenes and stuff, and every Formula One driver, because most of them came from karting, right? Yep. Yeah. And, um, after more like karting is like pure racing because it's because you don't have any downforce you're not fighting the car yeah it's just you're, your driving skill basically exactly and with formula one is like or the formula cars in general it's like as soon as there's downforce they even banned um a, a, like an exaggerated um downforce um on formula one cars because it was just getting too much and it was becoming a risk like you could go around um, a turn at 200 kilometers an hour because it's just sucking itself to the ground. Somehow, like yeah, yeah. something like that. Uh, that's just that's a problem. That's just and and with like last week Sunday's uh, accident between uh, Hamilton and Verstappen, I where they literally landed on top of each other. Yeah. Um, that's just yeah, it's it's a huge risk. And anyways, it it would definitely be a lot of fun to do that. Um. But, yeah. Does, I mean, I've told you about how much money you would need to get into Formula 1. So, that's the unfortunate thing. Like, the only probably famous driver who ever got into Formula 1 without having money was Michael Schumacher, actually. Hmm. He uh, got into Formula 1 only because he got discovered by his manager, Willy Weber. And he um, was like, okay, here you go. You get, like, a salary. You get a car. Um, here's the team go yeah uh, because he just knew that he was that big of a talent but yeah. for everyone else if you look at the current Formula 1 grid every single one of them apart from uh, uh, I think Lewis Hamilton and uh, maybe one or two other ones but almost every single driver got into that either because their parents had a lot of money and literally bought the team there's two cases and um, the other ones also came from very, very rich parents. They could afford to get them into the sport. Because even in the lowest formula, the Formula 3, a season uh, still costs you around a million dollars. What? Which is, yeah. Oh, my God. You're not getting paid either. <clears throat> You're just paying the teams to drive. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. So, uh, yeah, that's why. I can see why my for, mom you know, uh, dissuaded me from doing that. Because <laughs> I wanted to do it so badly. Yeah, yeah. Ah, that's bad. Yeah. Anyways, so um, yeah. But with regards to space, um, I just there's so many questions I have. I don't know. It's okay. So if you think about it, so let's say uh, NASA actually pulls through and they um. Uh, will do their lunar base thing, right? They have planned for what's 2026, 2028, something like that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We don't want to build a lunar base. I'm like, yeah, that's awesome. I mean, you need way less power to get off the moon uh, compared to getting off uh, Earth just for gravitational reasons. Yeah. that That's awesome. 
then again, I'm like, so, okay, let's say we're going to Mars. Then we're on Mars. I'm like, fuck, that's awesome. <laughs> and then I would be like, so what are we going to do now? Like, <laughs> what's the, what's the plan? <laughs> what's the game plan now? So, so, so we've been here. So someone just, you know, grabbed a, grabbed a little shovel and, and shoveled some, some radioactive Mars dirt. And now they're like, I'm going to bring that back to earth in like a year. <laughs> <laughs> More like five uh, years, isn't it? <laughs> nah, Mars is actually quite, if the closest, I think it's like eight months. Oh, that's so right. Yeah. Depending yeah. On, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's usually roughly about a year. So they're like, okay, so I'm going to bring that sample back in like a year or something. Cool. Um, and now what? It's like, I get the whole, especially as a scientist, obviously, I get this whole idea that Elon Musk always, you know, he, he portrays in his interviews where he's always like, we need to get exploring just for the sake of exploring. Mm -hmm. Because we, we need to propel humanity. That's awesome, and yeah, sure, but there's no, 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 no plan really, is there? That's just no. I don't think so. I think it's just like set up a base and survive as long as possible and explore as much as possible in person. Yeah, that's pretty much it. That's all you can do, because we don't know yeah. what, what we're gonna find, and we've got three yeah. or four rovers now, and they've found like. If there, you know, if there's anything, you know, amazing that they were going to find, uh, I think it would have been discovered by now. So it's like, okay, well, time to send the humans because they'll be able to dig, you know, one one shovel mm -hmm. and a human foot is going to achieve more than the rovers could have. Yeah, sure. <clears throat> but But still, it's like, so people comparing this to, you know, when like Christopher Columbus and stuff and then Magellan and all those people, they were like sailing sailing the earth and, and discovering all kinds of countries and whatever and i'm like motherfucker that's not <laughs> that's not comparable <laughs> at all like they would be able to sail earth in what like 500 days or something yeah and they would still be usually quite near land motherfucker like, they were looking for a passage to india <laughs> true that well and um so it, it's not really that comparable is it because even if you you somehow like got into a wreck with your boat right you would land in water and you'd be like ah shit there's there's a lot of water <laughs> <laughs> but if you're if you're if your spacecraft just you know just gives up on you you're in the vastness of space. There's also no other ships. <laughs> exactly. It's not like you could be like, okay, dude. So uh, I got this torch. We can we can light it and just, you know, hold it up yeah, and send maybe up hope the that someone sees us. We're going to life up high this shit and s just like <laughs> just wait it out. Fight a tiger. <laughs> <laughs> you got this tiger that we brought? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, bro, did you bring the tiger? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so it's kind of different, right? So just to, that's always... Oh, man, there's so much stuff about space that freaks me out. There's, like, high-powered gamma rays that 
are generated when a planet dies. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, sorry, when a star dies. And those are so high-powered, they could literally just melt Earth. And they would just need to, to hit us, which they just, because of the huge distances, they don't. But when you hear something that, may, maybe you already know that. You're, you're a nerd as well. So Nice. They're so... Okay. You, you know, cosmic rays. They're, yeah. they're all over. Sure. And there's this this uh, contraption, like a, it's filled with super condensed water. Sound like something my mom's make... into. Continue. Oh, no. It's literally super condensed water. And um, you can make cosmic rays visible with that. That's, oh. a, that's a proven scientific method. It's awesome. You can look that up. It's so cool. So, um the yeah the cosmic rays just leave different kinds of traces and you can actually from those traces um understand which rays it were like is it x-rays is it it some other rays is it electrons like all that stuff and there have been several incidents where those cosmic rays fucked with our technology and there is a very very quite well-known one so there was a in the late 90s there was a uh, an election, a local election somewhere in, in, in the U.S. And uh, it was one of the first times that they voted with computers, right? Mm-hmm. And they uh, everyone basically had their magnet strips and they put it into yes or no slot. And um, those magnet strips were put into the computer and counted that way. So there was one... Uh, w- w- yeah, well one woman up for for election and she was not that well known she was from a very very small local party and there was no chance that she was going to make it right mm-hmm. and the overall vote count was about like 15,000 20,000 votes and when they were finished evaluating and counting they saw that she had like 4,000 something votes and everyone was like, the fuck, that's not possible. Like, she would be third in this election. Mm-hmm. That's just simply not possible. Right. So, the re- so they recounted it. And it turns out that um, her uh, vote was off by 4,096 votes. Wow. So everyone was like, that's strange. Now, it turns out that because, you know, computers are based on transistors and the binary system. Mm-hmm. Transistor on means a two. Another transistor on means two to to the power of two. Mm-hmm. Another two to the power of three, and so on and so on. Now, two to the power of I don't know. I think sixteen is actually four thousand ninety six. Oh, okay. What happened is a cosmic ray hit a transistor, flipping this transistor from off to on, and they have been able to observe this several times. Hmm. Now, isn't that fucking That's crazy? nuts. Those are rays that have origins in the Big Bang. They've traveled distances through the universe that are not at all feasible for us mm-hmm. to understand. It's insane. And as just coincidence would have it, they would hit... A fucking transistor in a computer. Like that a is single transistor to, to turn it. 
Isn't that fucking crazy? And there's also another one with a glitch in a Mario game, a Super Mario game. I don't recall which one, but it was a 3D one. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a streamer who was streaming a, a speedrun, a speedrun streamer. And he streamed that, and all of a sudden he encountered like a glitch, and Mario just, in his very difficult level, uh, just basically glitched through two levels to where he needed to be. So for a speedrunner, that's like the perfect scenario, <laughs> right? And they've tried to replicate that. And no one could. <laughs> they were like, there's no way. Like it's not it's not a programmed like a like a program glitch. Um and what someone did is he simulated a transistor flip mm-hmm. at this exact point where where um the the player was. Yeah. And he was actually able to replicate this. Wow. So this seems to be another example wow. of, of how um, cosmic radiation just fucked with technology. I'm kind of surprised it doesn't happen more yeah. just because like, you know, yeah. we're not, there's just millions and millions of stars and planets and shit. And, and I'm yeah. a little bit surprised that we don't have, at least that we are aware of more interaction with, yeah. with that kind of energy. Yeah. It is, it is completely insane. And if you just want to melt your mind, just, just, it doesn't matter how much you know, just start thinking about space. Oh, dude. And just try to imagine that. Actually, the other, the other way to melt your mind is to do the exact opposite and try to think as small as possible. Like in, on, on cellular levels, on, on atomic levels, subatomic levels. That's also just. There is a couple things that truly have blown my mind in my life. And one of them, yeah. one of them is like thinking about t- two concepts that I, I don't know if I can kind of convey in the way that I process them, but it's like mm-hmm. the idea that you are on a rock flying through space. And yeah, um, when you look out at space, that is just infinite, infinite emptiness basically. And when you try and like conceptualize, like zoom out from space, zoom out from Earth to your solar system and just keep going for as far as you can ever, 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 ever go, there is nothing. Yeah. That it, yeah. and, and like that, it's a really terrifying thing, kind of, that there is just yes. nothing. Um, yeah. And uh, the other one is just, um, for some reason i think about this when i'm really drunk or hung over because i'm like because i'm like don't give up on me little heart like keep beating keep beating <clears throat> you're just laying there being like what is life yeah well i'm what like your fuck? body is a very very you know you know the simpsons the spruce moose episode where burns mr burns has every possible disease and it's like yes and he's and like they're just keeping each other from, yeah. from breaking through your yeah. body is kind of like that in that it is a perfect perfect balance of chemical reactions that yeah all just happen and uh and it's kind of scary because it in a way where you think about like what if one of those chemical reactions stops and then all like it just collapses on itself or something like that kind of yeah it's just amazing yeah that's all yeah a hundred percent agree um and with regard to like the the floating space uh the, the floating rock in in space 
what really fucks me up is if you, I'm not 100% sure, I think it was like um, 80,000, uh, 28,000 miles per minute, I want to say, mm-hmm. that we're, uh, that our whole galaxy is, is uh, traveling at. And um, we, within this forward, quote-unquote forward movement, um, are revolving in a spiral around the sun right mm-hmm. so and our milky way is is spiraling around a black hole and stuff so it's 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 just all in motion and then looking at the sky and realizing that the sky for us as humans hasn't changed throughout the past at least 2000 years mm-hmm. think about that we have been constantly moving and all the stars that we're looking at, the light of those stars took millennia to reach us at least. Mm-hmm. And it is still the same for us, the North Star and all that stuff. It's it, it's conserved in literature. It has been there 2,000 years ago. Yeah. They, like seafarers have already been looking at that and, and been like, yeah, that's our orientation point. And it hasn't changed at all mm-hmm. so that is completely insane and you know usually whenever i think about this i'm just like my mind is blown but i recently had a so you know what sriracha is right yeah the, the hot sauce <laughs> so i got sriracha mayo now, I don't do with garlic too well. I was sitting on a toilet at work. And, you know, it was one of those flamey poos. Oh, yeah. That I, know you, them. I know them like more. A very spicy one. And there was nothing to wipe. Oh. It's burned oh. like crazy, but there was nothing to wipe. And that just proved to me... You know, however vast and unimaginably big the universe is and how complex the, the human body is and it's the little things. It's the little things that actually count. Yeah. That on this day, after eating Sriracha Mayo, I could leave the bathroom dignified <laughs> and with an even step. <laughs> so that's what actually counts. Um, everything else is just background noise. Uh, just want to make beautiful. this clear. Yeah. Uh, yeah, another thing. So uh, as you've noticed, we um, got more active on Twitter. Well, particularly... I'll say my phone's been I blowing up. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck's going uh, on? I don't have time to look at this. <laughs> yeah, I don't have the notifications on for Twitter, actually. Ooh, that's good. Um but still, I mean, we we have plenty of followers now there, uh, more than I thought we would have. It's more than one, so yay. <laughs> um, but yeah, so for every for anyone listening to this, um, I see our numbers increasing. I see that each month there's eleven people who okay, well maybe subtract the bots. Okay, probably it's five people. 
um, who are listening to this shit each month, like multiple times at least. And guys, what are you doing? Just go to our fucking Twitter and just just spam our spam our page. <laughs> we don't care. We have no network. Do we sound like we have a network? My microphone is literally held up by 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 some just gaffer tape right now. <laughs> it's it's held up by this because I don't have my mic stand with me. So just go to our Twitter page at Friends Apart Pod. Just write some shit on there. I, I don't care. And we'll just call it listener engagement. Nice. It'd be awesome. Lovely. Yes. And uh, if my fiance's boss is listening, thanks for listening to the whole episode. This has been great. Hello. <laughs> Why would he? Why would? What's his name? So, um, I don't think that's important. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, Mister, I don't think that's important. Listen up, Jason has been telling me about certain issues. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. Gonna <laughs> no, she has. Um, her desk is across the room from mine, and I guess in one of the meetings, she, uh, you could see the visible podcast equipment behind her as yeah. a backdrop, and he asked her if, if. Uh, if she has a podcast and she's like, no, but my fiance has a podcast. <laughs> and then she told him the name of the podcast. So I was like, well, why'd you do that? I, I don't know. And then she asked me later, she's like, Hey, <laughs> do you say anything bad on the podcast? I'm like, I don't know. Mostly racist stuff. Uh, <laughs> well, but uh, I was like, no, obviously not. We're, it's a family friendly podcast. I would like to think so. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah, <laughs> fucking family friendly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I I don't know. Whenever I I just got an intern right now, and um, I I I don't know how this came up, but all oh, right, I was looking up our statistics on on our RSS feed, and um, she saw, oh, and, and she was like, "What's that?" Yeah, that's a podcast. <laughs> it's like who, what podcast? And I'm like, a shit one. <laughs> <laughs> Not lying, yeah. Yeah. Ah, uh, well. But uh, in all honesty, it doesn't really matter to me. Um, it's it's a lot of fun. It's great to to reconnect every week. I enjoy and, it and polish yeah. polish up my uh, editing skills and and shit like that. I enjoy it a lot. Yeah. All right. Definitely. I'm going to propose we okay, end it here. I have to pee very badly. Mm-hmm. Oh, me too. Me too. Sweet. And I'm also very hungry and um I will start insulting random people if I don't get to eat. Now. <sighs> we better end it now. Okay. So, um in 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 you know I I can talk. Thanks Follow for listening. Us Follow us on Twitter <laughs> friendsparkpod at g Nope. Friends Apart Pod uh, slash at gmail.com if you're interested in sending us um, uh, your trenchant political commentaries or dick pics. Um, only those Business two things. Proposals. Everything else will be filtered out. Um, <laughs> thanks for listening. Thank you for your time. I hope you enjoy our new audio quality. It's certainly the best thing I've ever heard since the Barack Obama podcast, which was cut short because I'm sure they have better <laughs> things to do. Um, surely <laughs> Bruce Springsteen should be writing an album and I'm sure Barack Obama has a second audiobook to record so uh, <laughs> yeah thanks for listening 
And um, oh yeah, I guess go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Bye guys. Bye.